This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello and good evening, good morning, good afternoon and welcome to another episode of My Wednesday, the Wednesday week podcast that introduces you guys to other like-minded Wednesdayites that love Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I tell you what, this week I'm honoured. I've done this podcast for a fair few years now and I've met some cracking people along the way. I tell you what, this guy I think is top of the tree. He's... um, a lot of you will know him on Twitter and social media, but you may not see his face that often because he don't go to matches. Um, but um, Simon, uh, North Yorkshire Owls, welcome, my friend, and I'm glad to, I, I'm honoured to say that. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm I'm fantastic, mate. How are you? Let's let's get the pleasantries. How are you? All good. good. Cool. I'm all right. Cool, cool, cool. I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, getting there. <laughs> um, right, so everyone knows the uh, format of this show. This is where we get to find out yeah. what you, Simon, the Wednesday eye, how you become lover of Sheffield Wednesday. So I'll not disclose your age because uh, maybe I think you're a couple of years older than me, but uh, take me back, young Simon, running around. Why Sheffield so... Wednesday? <sighs> vast majority of uh, Wednesday fans will be Wednesday fans because of the dad and uh, our family members and stuff like that. Same for me. I'm a Wednesdayite because my dad is a Wednesdayite. Uh, and it's just I had no other option, really. If I wanted to go to a football game, I had to go to a Wednesday game. I think the way that my dad is a Wednesdayite is probably better than the way that I am because... Uh, he got his team picked out of the newspaper. So he was bugging his granddad to take him to games. Uh, his dad never took him to games. Uh, he was more into cricket. And uh, he just, my dad wanted to go to a football game. So he bugged his granddad to, so my great granddad bugged him to, to take him to a game. Uh, great granddad got pissed off on a Thursday or Friday night, opened the paper and went, who's playing at home this weekend? Looked at back at paper, Wednesday were playing, took him to Wednesday, and the rest is history. So, you know, if United had been playing that weekend, I'd have probably been on the United Week podcast or something this week. But, uh, <laughs> but, but no, you're, you're stuck with me. So I'm a Wednesday I, purely because my dad is, and, and, and that's it, really. That's uh, obviously you alluded to it, but that's probably the most common that we've had, that you're a, uh, yeah, a generation, yeah. generational owl, I think they're called, yeah, yeah. Or, or we like yeah. to call them. So, but that is, I mean, that's it. And and that's how young owls become owls. And that's how probably for generations and generations, as long as the club's still around, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, so yeah, take yeah. me back, 
take me back to, if um, to your first game, if you can remember. So, can you remember the game score? Anything particular about it? Well, I'll tell you what. Right. So, my first game. Let's see if you can guess what my first game is. Right. So, my first game would have been. It's probably I would say in one of the in the top five ever Chef Wednesday games ever. Uh, it Boxing was, Day. Yeah. Was it? Boxing, Boxing Day Massacre 1979. Was it 1979? Yeah, 1979. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my first ever game. Uh, my mum and dad lived at uh, South Kirby. Uh, they, My mum worked in a boozer. My dad worked for uh, Woolworths down there, I think. And uh, some United fans were going to the game. And my dad tagged along because they managed to get him some tickets in Omen. I don't know how they did it, but... He ended up taking me. But the worst thing about it is I have zero recollection of that game at all. You know, my dad took me in car. He told me that on the way back, because we were with some uh, United fans that I was five years old and they were taking piss out of them over at score and stuff like that. And I literally can't remember anything about it. And it's slightly embarrassing. You know, you think to yourself, my first ever game is one of the best ever games that Wednesday's had. And I have zero recollection about it. Zero recollection. Well, I'll tell you what, Simon, to make you feel even more better, I wasn't even an itch in my dad's pants in 1979. Cheers, eh? mate. I know. Eh? I know. I see. I'm younger than you as well. So, you know, <laughs> win. that's a win for me, isn't it? Win, win for you. Win for you. Yeah. So, is that, so, so, which, say that's your first game. And obviously, like yeah. you say, it's, it's probably. One of, like I said, top five best. Well, in recent memory, we've we've had yeah, yeah. a couple of better ones, but that a lot of Wednesdayites always go to. They always relay, especially to the Unitedites. Yeah. Um, it's what moving on from that. Then, what is can you remember? Which is the first match? Was it the week after? <laughs> no, <laughs> or was it you know, or, or a few years after, or something? No, it was the the next one I can remember. Really, was uh, an away game. Uh, in 1984 so it's 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 quite a distance away and we went to liverpool uh went to liverpool away and and the reason why i remember it so vividly is is not because of the game i think uh looking back wednesday one uh but it was the fact that my dad had one of them you might not remember but uh if you ever watched a cop show from the 80s they always had these rovers these rover cars and they had like a front end that were like probably the same size as a semi-detached house nowadays. But yeah. uh, my dad had one of them Rover cars and we were driving back and his mate that had uh, come with him went to top the oil up and didn't put the bloody cap on it. So halfway across M62, car blew up and then there were oil all over bloody shop. And that's what I remember about it. I also remember <laughs> getting told off because, you know, I'm a man that doesn't eat salad, and I think that I started not eating salad from a young age, and I was just, I was just more interested in having something to eat, and you know, having a drink rather than watching game. And then because I'd had quite a lot to eat and drink, I wanted a toilet. And my dad were like, I spoke to my dad about it recently, and he were like, proper pissed off because he just wanted to stand and watch game, whereas I were more interested in a getting something to eat, and. Uh, and then go into toilet, but I, I do remember. I remember that game as well. So, so yeah, around about that sort of time that I, I remembered it really. I, I I imagine you go through that. We've both got young ones, so I imagine you go through that now when the little one goes, "Dad, I just need to go to the toilet. I've had too <laughs> many Harry Bows and, and Diet Coke or whatever." And it's like, "Yeah, but I just want to watch this." So it's flipped yeah. in, in in respect to that. Now going to the match for you, isn't it? It has, yeah, it has. So yeah, I've started taking Maisie this. Uh, this year, so she only went to a third game at weekend. And uh, what was funny this weekend is I went for the, a drink at half time, so I got her some water and a, a bottle of water, and uh, and I got a bovril, which is standard, isn't it? Yeah. So then she's never she never heard that being mentioned before. And as we were walking away, she went, "What's what's that that you've got in this in that cup?" And I went, "Bovril." And she went, "What's bovril?" And I went, "Well, it's a bit like watery gravy." And she just looked at me with this look of disgust and went, you're drinking gravy. 
And I went, I went, yeah, come on, second half starting now. Let's rock on. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the same. I'm sure that's a generational thing because I have that with my son as well. He turns his nose up. Yeah. But I, I can't I can't beat it. Can't beat it. So, like, I, you, Liverpool away. I've not been myself. It's one of the grounds I haven't been to. All them years of yeah. 84. Um, what's been, so, obviously, you're coming up, 84, you're coming up to the late 80s, early 90s yeah. is when it all, when, Apparently, football just started 92, weren't it? Because nothing ever happened before that. No, no, so, nothing so before got, that. So, you got something called the Premier League. So, yeah, yeah, were, were you uh, an avid visitor to Hillsborough when you were younger, or was it a, was it a treat, or, or sometimes not a treat, or a <laughs> punishment, should we say? Yeah, well, the thing is, my parents got were in, were in the pub trade, so you know, weekends, Saturdays, and stuff like that were just absolutely manic for, for my parents. So. I didn't really used to go that often. We'd, we'd pick up the occasional game or a, or a midweek game and stuff like that. And it weren't until I were about 14 uh, and, and we lived in Ponty. And I started going I know it, going on my own, which nowadays sounds a bit daft because, you know, I don't know if you can remember, but then were the days before mobile phones or anything like that. So, like at 14, my dad had dropped me off at Ponty train station, get trained from Ponty to Leeds, Leeds to Sheffield, get the football specials uh, down to the ground, watch the gaming and then get the specials back into town and come back all on my own. And so that's like early, early nineties, late eighties, early nineties. I used to used to do hell. that on my own, but it would only be like probably about half a dozen games a season. But yeah, I mean, dad never really took me. So after, it, 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 it took me to some trips and stuff like that. I mean, obviously we did Wembley together, uh, did a couple mm. of games, but when I wanted to go, it was more like, going on my own because I grew up in West Yorkshire uh, and there weren't that many Wednesday fans around in West Yorkshire. I think I was I were only one in my school when I went to school. Like They're all like Leeds fans, hence hence why I've got a larger dislike for Leeds uh, <laughs> than I have Sheffield United. Yeah, then, then your average Wednesday night as well, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, early years then for yourself then, Simon. Right, so posters on the wall. Posters, them posters. No, no, no. When you were a youngster, oh you know, right, was it was it shoot and match? Did they have them in your day? Definitely match. Yeah. Definitely oh, match. Shoot with weirdos. They oh, were right. always. Okay. Match. I'll move on. Oh, you were shoot then. boy. I, I, I was, I was whatever I could get. I'll tell right. you the truth. It was. It wasn't. Uh, I've, I've mentioned doing this show many times. My history with Sheffield Wednesday, uh, and I was very sporadic to Hillsborough. Didn't really go. The odd occasion yeah. with my old man type of thing. He wasn't massive into football, uh, unless he was on the telly type of thing. Um, so, so, yeah, match. I was there. So would like so. We, let's go. So you you saying? Oh, you're so you're talking 93, 94, yeah. 18, 19. So you, you get in, you get into the, uh, the 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 better times in the uh, in the newer generation. So, were there any players that you stood out for you? I mean, stupid question over your left shoulder there. Um, well, well, but, Neil, yeah. Nielsen and Sheridan. I mean, Nielsen for me uh, was, I mean, Sheridan was class. Sheridan was absolute genius, you know. Uh, and I think if you ask any Wednesday night to name their favourite players, if you're over like 30 odd years old, you yeah. know, you, you're going to have. Nielsen, Sheridan, Waddle, Hurst in there. And for me, Sheridan were great. But I just love Nielsen because eight and a half out of ten every single game. He always, you know, that was his minimum, you know. And I just thought it was it was great. I just thought it was fantastic. I was gutted when he were left. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then he came back to Coventry and I was like, I thought you left us because you yeah. were homesick and now you're homesick in Coventry. Yeah. So, but yeah, Sheridan was just mint as well. I just, yeah, I just loved Sheridan. And, and then uh, obviously I've got shirt behind that I got signed and I got that done about like three years ago or something like that, two and a half years ago. And it was weird because, you know, I'm mid forties then and I've got that shirt and I saw John Sheridan. I, I knew where he was going to be for this charity cricket game. So I thought I'm going to take this shirt and get it signed. But then I saw him and I'm like, went to being like, 14, 15 year old again. I went, Excuse me, can you please sign me? <laughs> thank you, thank you for nineteen ninety one. 
Yeah. And he just probably heard it a billion times before. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. cheers, cheers. So, from I mean, fat, the, from fat old men with grey beards. But it's weird. <laughs> one of one of my uh, best ever um, episodes or doing this podcast was uh, Lockdown Live that we we had Nielsen on. Roland Nielsen, oh, having yeah. a chat with him for an hour was an absolute dream. And uh, for anyone that didn't know, it was Simon that set it all up for us um, for the podcast. Yeah, you had Not more me. success with that. You had more success <laughs> with that than I did having that shirt signed, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a uh, big thanks to Simon for that. But yeah, absolute gentleman. What a what a guy. Yeah, uh, and it was just great, great, great to talk to him. Um, yeah, it's it's it. They do. We didn't meet. Obviously, it was over lockdown. But they say don't meet your heroes. But sorry, I spoke to one. And it was great. So I'm no, yeah, not ashamed yeah. in putting that on here because it was fantastic. And uh, re- really, it was uh, a highlight for me. Um, it was like that that era of, of uh, early 90s going up to mid-90s. It was a purple patch for supporters. Obviously, yeah, we had yeah. trips to Wembley. We had some of the names that played for us back in the day. It was outstanding. Um, yeah. You were obviously getting towards the thing, what- ad- adulthood. As well, you know, you get yeah. older, yeah. So, yeah, so it's yeah. like, were they like you mentioned about getting sharing inside? Were, were you that interested or bothered about the players, as in, like you are now, but it's a nostalgia thing, you know? Like you said, yeah. some of the players we'll get on to later, some players that you are like obsessed with. I'll say, I will yeah. say that. Were it, would, was that an early thing for you, or is it just because of you getting older, you're getting big, softy? And, uh, Probably because I'm getting a big soft. I think back then, you know, you didn't think it was going to end. You know what I mean? You're like, we had the 90s, early 90s. It just got better. And then, you know, we had Decanio and Carboni and Des Walker and people like that. And you just thought, this is mint. This is this is just going to carry on. And the Premier League started. We'd finished third and fourth and stuff like that. And you just thought it was going to carry on. So you just sort of, in a way... Took, took them players for granted and it's not now until you look back and you go fucking hell we had some proper players that would be worth millions now absolute millions in today's market but yeah yeah you just I just thought it were going to carry on and I think the turning point was when we started with Scott Oaks when we started signing people like Scott Oaks you're like oh I mean, note again, Scott Oaks, like, but you just think... you've just just uh, you just outed him there. You just shouted him out. There, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just, sure. Oh. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't listen to the podcast, so he'd probably not. But someone will probably yeah, tag him on Twitter. Yeah. Or and something if he does, I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody will. You're right. So sorry, Scott. Uh, according to Simon, you were the downfall of Sheffield Wednesday in the late nineties. <laughs> I won't go as far as well. It wasn't the full downfall. Maybe the start of it. No, maybe the start of it. Yeah, the the decline. But it it was. It was. It was. uh, Like say, you mentioned the names you've done, and uh, and if if Chelsea was about, then it'd been Mr. Bowley would have spent more than a billion on on half of them. I I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. uh, To to get that sort of player, like the Rolls Royce players you've just mentioned, and and we we as Wednesdayites, we always go back to the early nineties. You know the term legend uh, because yeah. of not just of what they achieved at Wednesday. I think it's the, the standing that they, they were at the club as well. The types of player, like you said, yeah. Des Walker, bringing him back from um, Italy, uh, Waddle, um, Hurst, who could have gone to numerous teams, Man United in one, turned yeah. them all down. Um, it, it was great. It was a great time. We well, always look back on them fondly, don't we? Yeah. And the thing is as well is, you, you sort of like turned up at Hillsborough and you, you weren't scared of anybody. You know, Liverpool turned up, not bothered. Man United turned up, not bothered. We'll shit them. You know, we went 1-0 yeah. down against teams and you just thought, it doesn't matter, we'll come back and win 2-1 or 3-1. And you didn't sort of have that. Well, I didn't. Anyway, I didn't have that that negativity. You know, I went to uh, a game in 98 with some lads that were Man United fans when I was a chef and we, we, we brought them and we just thought, well, well, We'd give him a game or whatnot, but we ended up beating him. And if I remember, they had like four strikers on at the end. They had like McClare on and Andy Cole or Sherry or whatever. I can't remember. Hughes. Team, Hughes maybe, yeah. But they brought yeah. on like four strikers. And when you still beat them, you know? And it's just like, 
back then you just thought whoever whoever comes we will have a chance we'll have a chance of beating them uh yeah which uh was different to how it has been over the last few years by the carlos 2015-16 year yeah oh yeah this the the uh the break in in the caliber of players to go from let's say late 90s 2000s then from from early 2000 onwards the the players that we could attract for various reasons whatever it was on and off the pitch just yeah. just weren't just weren't the winner. and I, like i said before that's you always go back to like winning teams and how teams played and a lot of people that i've spoke to on this and, and other the other guys when they've interviewed fans um the the, the favorite players most generally are from the early 90s because of what yeah yeah what the Luckily, I mean, we've 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 interviewed the the older age of people. We have had a mixture of them, but a lot of the people are older who, who do fondly remember the the, the team of ninety one, ninety three. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I they mean, were men. They, they were mate. They were mate. So we, we're gonna we're gonna move up now. We're gonna get into the the um, the what's the, what's the, I don't know what the word I was trying trying to find. Just the 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 later years. So we're coming yeah. up to, like you mentioned, Carlos. So it, that is probably, for me, one of the last times that I really felt something yeah, yeah. from last season. Positive and so close, obviously losing out to Hull. Um, I mean, that, that squad, the team was almost, almost perfect for the championship. Uh, yeah, yeah, the manager definitely. was The manager was just... A couple of substitutions wrong, I felt, from being on, on, in, on, in at the whole game. game. At the whole yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, uh it was Lopez, he didn't bring Lopez on, did he? For that one. That's it, and that's yeah, the one that grates me a little, little bit. Uh, but you know, we can't look back. I mean the, the whole playoff final for me was was bittersweet because uh my father in law and his best mate were whole fans and they were in the other end, so I come out and I'm absolutely raging, but then I rang my father-in-law who was, well, I rang him about an hour or something later and he was back in Covent Garden getting pissed up and I was like, well done, bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I, yeah, so it worked quite like this week. Yeah, it was, uh, I took took my lad, uh, at the time he would have been six, I uh, took my lad to Wembley for it and obviously he didn't know any difference, so he was a bit upset and everything, but it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the end of the world, like I imagine for a lot of people. <laughs> Remembered on the way out of Wembley on that night, on that day when we came out. When we came out, there were like a load of trucks or something. We came out and under, underneath the Wembley Way, a bit around that sort of way to walk back. Anyway, there was this kid that were crying. Right, he was proper crying his eyes out, and his dad were with him. And I just went up to this kid and I went, "Don't worry, because you know what? Then I thought we were, I thought Carlos would get another tip. We'll be back next season or whatnot." I went, don't worry, kid. We'll be back. We'll go up automatic next week. And his dad went, he's not crying because we've lost. He's just banged his head on one at Wing Mirrors at Lorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, mm, all right. <laughs> we're trying to be compassionate. And kid's got yeah. a gash in his eyeball <laughs> from Wing Mirror. I'm like, <laughs> So what, one of them, anyway. one of the... Pl- one of the players from that era, uh, and I'll I'll talk about him because I know. And every time we message, we see each other and thing we we talk about. It, but the player that you've got a lot of fondness for, uh, and a lot of ways yeah. the have just just the way he's gone about his his career from obviously the adversity he faced from retiring early early twenties to coming back and obviously being a pretty mainstay in the Wednesday side. See above your head there, Sam Hutchinson. Um, yeah, I would I would assume he's on the top list of top three or four of your favourite Wednesday yeah. players. After well, he's probably number five after you know the Golden Knights generation. Mentioned. Yeah, yeah, the ones that I've just mentioned. It's just I just I just love him. I just think uh, as a as a player, he he reminded me of what. Uh, a, a proper old school footballer was, you know, he'd, he'd go into tackles. He'd, if he stayed down, you knew he were hurt, you know, he'd get back up. It was just for me as a, as a player, it was just proper old school. And, you know, I sort of like that about, about footballers, you know, I like the fact that 
they don't roll around. They give it their all, 110% every game. Uh, and, yeah, I just love that about him. I just thought it was just every game that he played, you just thought, yeah, he's, he's going to get booked. But there's a reason why oh, he's yeah. probably going to get booked is because he's putting a shift in. And, you know, he'll, he'll, you just look at that last game, you know, it, it, it died for the shirt and, well, it, it knocked himself out and he walked off a pitch and it, it looked like an absolute state in that uh, Sunderland game, wasn't it? And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it just was a great, great player. But not only that, it was a, a great person to boot. And luckily, I mean, I, I loved him anyway. I thought he was awesome anyway. Uh, and then I was lucky enough to uh, to meet him and, and, have, a, and have a chat with him. Uh, and he's just an absolute legend. I mean, what I'm not, uh, I've, it's, it was, I think it still is part of the, the pin for uh, the pin tweet, the pin decks. Is it a pin decks now? Oh, I don't know. Be, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, that, yeah another, that might be another website. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A but, pin tweet on Twitter. We'll call, well, everyone will know what Twitter is. Though. Yeah, the pin tweet of mine is around uh, mental health and and stuff like that, and how you had to take a, a break away from it. Uh, and during during that period, it's not probably not well, not a lot of people that my mates know and stuff like that. I was uh, close to not being in a really great place and uh, not not doing. Uh... Anyway, I was I was in a bit of a state. You know what I mean. So, uh, it came about that I thought, I've got the Nielsen shirt and the Sheridan shirt, and I've got a Waddle shirt as well. And, you know, Hutchinson's another another legend of mine for me anyway. So, uh, I went to Club Shop, uh, bought a Hutchinson shirt. And as anything with me, it always, something always goes wrong. So, I thought, I'm going to go to Club Shop, buy Hutchinson shirt, get his name and number on the back. Get him to sign it, get him to f- get it framed and have it in the office with the rest of these ones. So went down to the club shop with this plan, right, to get this shirt and then go up to the training ground and see if I could see him or whatever. I'll then wait till next. Na- na- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Okay. Went to club shop and I'm like, can I get Hutchinson? They went, yeah, no problem. The only issue is we've got no H's. So they've got no... <laughs> <laughs> they got no H's for his name. And I'm like, well, I won't bother having name then. Just put number on it for now. And then I'll come back and get the rest of it put on. <laughs> so I'm like, fucking hell. So anyway, I went up to uh, training ground. Uh, and, yeah, all other players came out. And then I just I saw him. So I went over and I went, look, can you sign this shirt for me? Uh, and I explained why. Because, uh, obviously, it was a legend for me. And then I just basically got a little bit upset about because I was talking to him about when he'd gone on a podcast and he discussed about when he were really yeah. low, when he retired from football uh, and he thought about driving into a tree and stuff like that. And, you know, I was in a similar position uh, and I explained that he was an inspiration because he, if he could end being a professional footballer, restart that, restart his life, restart his career is basically an inspiration, you know, and I just thought that not only is he a great footballer, it's because of that, that it's, I just thought he's an inspiration. He's a great guy. Uh, So then he just had a a chat with me for like five minutes uh, about what helps him, what he thought could help me uh, and gave me advice on, on this, that, and the other, which, you know, I've taken on board and I still do a little bit now. And the bit that really got me more than anything is uh, when I was still talking to him, his wife and, and kids pulled up in car park 
And uh, they started coming over and he looked at him and he went, just go inside. I'll be about five, 10 minutes. Don't worry. Just go inside and I'll come and catch you in a bit. And then they off went in and he just carried on talking to me. And yeah. then at the end of that conversation, he said, are you coming to the game on Saturday? I went, yeah, yeah. He said, well, you don't want that shitty replica shirt on your wall. Come and see me and I'll give you meet you after the game. And you can have my match shirt. Hence why it's there. But uh, wow. that is uh, another, another, another notch on his bow, so to speak, because, you know, just the fact that, he could have just signed it and told me to go away or not even bother. He could have not talked to me. His missus could have come and he could have gone, sorry, mate, I've got to go. My wife and kids are here. But he just spent yeah. a lot of time with me and it just it just meant a hell of a lot. So, yeah, the guy is a legend on the pitch and off the pitch as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that, mate, that's, that's fantastic. That is, uh, that is, like I said earlier, you don't meet your heroes and stuff. But, I mean, exactly that. I mean, Sam Hutchinson... If you're gonna to listen to this, mate, props to you. Uh you, like you say, you don't you don't hear that many stories like that, dear, but when you do, it's uh, it's fantastic. So Simon, I'm, I'm, mate, I'm so glad that you had that uh ten minutes with him. Uh, and it's just a shame that you've got the your restraining order now, isn't it? So you can't yeah, yeah, it did. again. Yeah. It's when you know. it's when he gave Mitch a Charlton game afterwards and I hugged him and then after about five minutes he said, Can you let go now? <laughs> <laughs> You've not washed since, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. No. Oh, I've got the smell of sweaty Sam Hutchinson on me. <laughs> I, did, I did smell his shirt after he gave me it, though. <laughs> oh, mate. Don't think the listeners want to hear it. Well, they probably do, actually. But, mate, that fantastic. That, and obviously, like you say, uh, the. Uh, the shirt there, you've got it framed. It's above in your office there. It means a lot to you, which and and I can see just by a lot. You've got a lot of artwork and a lot of pictures and things like that. It's uh, it's it's good to see, mate. Right, yeah, let's yeah. let's right. We've had the we've had the happy times. We've had your personal story there and everything. Let's bring it bang up to date. Yeah, let's get a bit. Not this sad, season. Well, not That's... quite this season. We, we we're gonna we're gonna. Huddle up about nine weeks or whatever it is. <laughs> so, Wembley or Peterborough? Yeah, well, we're going to start with Peterborough. We're going to start with Peterborough. Peterborough. Yeah. So, uh, people on who listen to our podcast, we've mentioned it millions of times, and I'm sure all the other Wednesday podcasts have mentioned it millions of times. The atmosphere, the game, the whole situation, yeah, yeah. the absolute bedlam, and that's that's a word I've not used for a while. Bedlam in the cop. And all round the other three sides of uh, of uh, Illsborough for that night. Um, just give me a little recap on your your evening for that night because it is one of those um, where were you once in a lifetime things, isn't it? Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. So Wednesday before the game, I weren't going. So the game were on the Thursday, I weren't going, and uh, it weren't until Maisie, who's only just got into football, turned around to me and went. Dad, you can't not go. You have to support them. So that made that, the decision. Was that because of the first leg or because you were busy? No, or... after the first leg, I, I bought my ticket. And then obviously the first leg we lost. I didn't want to go. I, was gonna, I weren't going to give me ticket back. I was just going to not bother going. Uh, and Maisie then turned around and said, you've got to go, Dad. You need to support them. I mean, she's only, she was eight at the time. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I went. Uh my mate Matty picked me up. We were driving. I'll never forget it. And I got to, I think we're about Wakey, sort of Wakefield sort of place on M- M1. And I just let out this, for fuck's sake, like that. And he went, what's up with you? And I went, why are we going? I said, I'm only going for fishing. <laughs> I said, I'm only going for fishing chips for my tea. Because we'd planned that because we had fishing chips before one of other playoff games. That that's what we were going to have. So I'm like, we're going to to Sheffield for fish and chips. Peter, we're going to score first game, and then I'm going to walk out. So <laughs> at that point, we're only going for fish and chips. First goal, I didn't watch penalty. When uh, Smith scored. When Smith went up to take penalty, I didn't. I just turned around. There were like some lads uh, behind us, and, and uh, my mate Ray were behind me. So I just put my head on his chest, and then next thing he's like shaking my head <laughs> that that had gone in. Uh, Gregory's goal went in, and it was just a bit pandemonium, weren't it? And then, yeah. you know, Pyro's on pitch and everything like that, <laughs> and everybody going a bit mental. Third goal, 
Uh, Reese James is like everybody just went bananas. And the thing with the third goal is there was a guy that was sat there. You know, like when you go to games, I mean, I've done it a lot because I used to go on my own, but you talk to people that's at side of you or you converse, you, you know, you moan it to somebody at side of you. But yeah. this guy that were at side of us, when third goal went in, we turned around, both looked at each other, stared for like probably about five seconds, both went, ah, and then just <laughs> hugged each other. <laughs> fourth goal went fourth goal went in went fourth goal went in Alfie with us with my mate's uh, kid he I ended up on floor somehow and he were on my back on, I oh, were on, on floor in behind seats and then I, went fifth goal went in went fifth goal went in it were, it were classic because obviously I went, I, I went mental turned around to look at Matty and Ray the, my mates and they were just stood there like this like, no, what happened? I went, what's wrong with you? And give me just goes. I've got nothing left, physically and mentally. I've got nothing left. I've got no left to give. That's it. Took it all out of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then and then obviously we went on pitch. And then even even after the game as well, I just couldn't stop smiling. And then one yeah. of the other lads that's in our, our uh, group, Robbo, he was in Portugal. Uh, and he watched it in Carvoero, in a bar in Carvoero, and he rang us, and I reckon he must have had three bottles of wine by the time he'd rang us, because <laughs> he was absolutely, he was slurring, swearing and everything, and he was just describing what happened in Portugal, and it was just absolutely hilarious. He said, he said, when, I think he said, when, uh, when fourth goal went in, when Palmer's goal went in, he let out this noise and people thought there'd been a murder in bar because he was screaming at people from across road had come across to see what were going on. <laughs> his missus, I... his missus said she's been with him for like, I think his missus has been with him for about 20 years. And she said, you let out a noise and I've never heard that noise come out of your mouth. Like what came out of your mouth then? And I've known you for 20 years. But it was just mint. The whole lot were just mint, you know. When you look back on it, I mean, pre-game yeah. was shit and I was nervous and stuff like that. But, you know, when mm. the goals went in and then it was half-time, like, can we do, can we really do this? And then when I was talking to people about it at work next day, I'm like, that, what what happened doesn't happen to Chef Wednesday, you know. Mm. And I think, oh, right, it's quite similar to that voice note that uh, that you put out of me when, you know, Coming from <laughs> down, we don't do it. Scoring the last, like in injury time, extra time or injury time, whatever, 98th minute, whatever yeah. it was. I don't know, it was extra time of injury time, wasn't it? And, yes, you know, we yeah. scored that. And then to go 1 0 down in an extra time, extra time, and then come back from that. Mm. And then to win on penalties, it's just like that doesn't normally happen to us. Uh, it, and I just, it, it's weird that in old terms, because I'm an old lad, it's a Division Three game. It's a playoff in a yeah. Division Three game against Peterborough, and it is, without doubt, the best game I've ever been to, without a yeah. doubt. Yeah, and I was I... at Wembley. I was at Wembley in '91. That was great, but for just sheer uh, enjoyment, that enjoyment, game yeah. was was just mint. But it it was, and I it was. I I was always going to the game. I never said I was never going. I went to the first leg away at Peterborough. Absolute dire, and coming away from that, and it was. I would imagine 100% of people that saw that uh, in the media, supporters, everyone was like, that's it, done. Um, we, we are, that we, we're going. And then then as the week went on, getting to the game, it was like, but well, it can be done. It can be yeah, done. Yeah. We're not we're not 100% out of it. And, and the, the, the swell of, if we get an early goal, if we get two before half time, and people were just, just like, and there was that little, little, Glimmer, so it was like yeah, early yeah. goal. Obviously, got that with Smith, um, and and the rest is history. Absolutely fantastic. It was like I said, yeah. fantastic. The uh, on the pitch, thousands on the pitch, and then the the sign came up saying, "Please do not go on the pitch." About fifteen minutes <laughs> yeah, too late. Okay. I've, got, I've got a picture of that. There's like thousands on pitch, and then this thing says, "Please do not go on the pitch." Yeah, yeah, whatever. I I got on the pitch. Obviously, a bit bit slower than a lot of people, but I got on there. And all I, the the one I can remember was uh, Ben Hennigan just walking. He's like six and a half foot or whatever he is. He's yeah. tall, a lot taller than me. Just walking around with his hand on his head, going, "Oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe it!" Like that. And he's I just know. walking, and he's 
obviously he didn't play, he was injured, so he was like one of the just walking around. But uh, what have I just witnessed? What have I just witnessed? Exactly. Well, that, exactly we were that. right at, back at North Stand, and when everybody went on pitch, we were all looking and I went, Are we going on? Are we going on? Come on, are we going on? And then some no. of us were like, No, and then kids were like, Yeah, so because I'm Uncle Nobhead, I'm like, Right, I'm like Pied Piper with kids, are like, Right, I'm taking kids on pitch. So all the kids were coming in that dad's came. But it's great because like the, the head of the North Yorkshire Owls Twitter now is the, the, the four kids that are on the pitch with cop in the yeah. background and stuff like that. So so yeah, but it was just yeah. mint. It was just absolute mint. So we'll, yeah, it, we'll, it was clap. Yeah, we'll we'll get on obviously that led on to Wembley. Um yeah. just a quick we all know what happened. We've seen the videos, we've seen the clips, we've seen the commentary. I've watched it a million times. You said you've said yourself you've watched it a few times as well. Um, I'm I'm gonna talk about the games there, everything. I'm gonna talk about what happened after the game, Simon. Because uh, I, I I'm gonna say somebody made you very happy on the way home. And the, there was a clip going around of you on the bus. Oh, from the, John on the posh North York. I'm, I want to be a member of the North Yorkshire Owls bus. Uh, hey, do, you know what as well do you know about that bus if you're watching uh do you know the burnley uh documentary that's on at the minute yeah well the that bus that they're on because there's a picture of it there's a bit of them where they're celebrating all on the bus that's the bus that we were on that's the exact same bus <laughs> are you posh bastards oh no <laughs> so, yeah. don't get that with south yorkshire lot i tell you no it's funny <laughs> because yeah i don't know i'm allowed to talk about that video that that facetime you can say whatever you like, mate. I, I'm, we're not just, just, just give us an overview of what happened. You don't have to. So an overview of what happened is that uh, I knew somebody that uh, might have been uh, in the with all the players at the end of the game, and uh, they're in like this big, massive room. There's players, uh, coaches, family, friends, and stuff like that. So, uh, so this person who shall be named. Uh, sent me a picture of, of this. And then in the background, there were some players and they were like, can't believe he's got in there in Wembley. I can't believe he's got in there. So I thought, right, I'm going to ring the bastard. So I rang him and uh, and he red buttoned me. And I'm like, that's what happens when you go and live high <laughs> life with all these posh yeah. people, all these players, fans and stuff like that. Anyway, next thing, my phone goes and he's, and he's, uh, he's FaceTimed me. So he's FaceTimed me, he's like, look at this, look at this. And he's going round, he's panning round room and there's, players and all that lot and they're still in kit with their flip-flops on and all that malarkey. <laughs> anyway just behind him just behind him were david stockdale and i went go get stockdale go get stockdale like that and he went what i went behind you behind you and i'm shouting right i'm on bus shouting go get stockdale next thing he turns around he went right goes get stockdale stockdale comes on and every and we started cheering right but we were at backup bus so there were probably six of us eight of us cheering when stockdale were on started singing a song and that next thing we went, we want another, we want another. And we just kept doing this. And he went round every player, as many as he could. He went, we got uh, Jack Hunt came on, Windass came on, Adeniran, Fizz, Eorfa, uh, Will Volks came on. And they're all, every time they came on, we just started cheering. And then uh, Pat, I don't know if Pat came on, but uh, anyway, it, we're like, Oh. We want Bannon. We want by this time because it just got louder and louder, and all bus started getting involved because everybody was just picking it up as it were going down. Anyway, by the time it came to Bannon, the whole of the bus, even at front at bus, were all looking just at my phone and they could see. Then next thing, Bannon comes on. The oh. bus literally just erupted, started singing, <laughs> We've got Bannon, and he's put metal in his mouth and he's going, Come on, come on like this and it was just absolute mint absolutely mint it was just superb and then uh yeah that one it was just like class and then somebody went we want chancery we're like no 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 end it that's it. <laughs> stop stop while you're ahead i mean yeah yeah, yeah. A, fanta yeah. a fantastic day and mate i bet every everyone on that bus was absolutely buzzing all the rest of the way home after that Probably just topped it all off, did it not? Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. It was class. It was class. Well, uh, well, I I know the person uh, involved in that, and he is a thoroughly good guy as well. So um, he is. Fair, I, fair. Owe a I owe him a beer. I think next time I see him. <laughs> just, just one or two. Um, right, 
present day, we're going to have a couple more minutes, mate, because I've took enough of your time. Because believe it or not, yeah, people, right. this guy's got somewhere to be. So I don't want to keep him too long. Um, what's your thoughts this season, Simon? Um, you've we've had what is it now? Three games, three losses. Yeah. Um, what's your what's your overall thoughts, and where do you think we're we're going, right or wrong? Uh, I think we need time. I think I think people are kicking off a bit now, aren't they? It's it's been three games and. You know, we just need a little bit more time. I think we lack something up front. Uh, I don't think it's helped by uh, bringing players in late and not having a, a full pre-season. I think some of them look a bit tired. And, yeah. you know, I think the thing that's come out recently is uh, on Saturday, uh, Mo Diaby, Mo Mo Diaby, is it? Yeah. The uh, the central mid guy, he looked absolute class. I thought he looked he looked really good. He looked a bit tired than that. He looked a bit, but he looked really, really good typical what happens with us we get somebody that's good and then rumors are that is uh is broke a bone in his foot or something i think the rumors are today but you know he went off injured which isn't ever a good yeah. sign uh and you know i think it's going to be a long season i think anything above out of relegation zone for me we just need yeah. to stay in this league don't go back down consolidate start again whether people think that uh Cisco is right person. I don't know. I don't think three games is enough time for somebody to be making a decision to, to, to get him gone because then you're just going to have to start again, aren't you? And, you know, transfer window's coming up. Let's see what happens before end of transfer window because, you know, we've pulled rabbits out of hats before where we've got players in on last minute. I think like Hooper and people yeah. like that were transfer deadline days. Weren't they? I'm not saying we'd sign somebody of his quality about like that now, but, you know, we've, we've pulled rabbits out of hats before. So it's going to be a long season. Uh, we are not. We are going to lose some games. We're not going to be challenging for for players. But I think the thing for me, seventeenth, you know, I'd, I'd be I'd be happy with that. Stay in this league, move on next season. Uh, give us another couple of years, and we'll be in playoffs, getting promoted. Yeah. Fingers yes, crossed. Right. Exactly my thoughts. Exactly, I would I would take twentieth, nineteenth, twentieth, anything like that. Yeah, yeah, anything like that. Uh, I think the difficult thing for me is, as I mentioned before, my daughter's only just literally she's only going to football on the back of the women's Euros last year, and then she started playing, and then she wanted to go to games, and she loved it. You know, I've got I've got two girls. My eldest, I took her to football because I wanted to get into it. I think the first thirty minutes into the game, she said, "Can I have my iPad?" and uh, <laughs> never been to a game since. Yeah, this one goes to games with me, loves it, watches it all. Uh, you know, stay. She wants to stay till ninetieth minute, which is is great. Uh, she did Wembley, uh, and then after you'll probably see pictures on social media where she went and met players and had a picture sign, uh, a shirt sign and stuff, and she was absolutely buzzing on the way home. So this year is different for me. It's like uh, it's a it's, it's different going to games. I mean, I've gone with all these lads that I know, and I've, and I've met them through going to Wednesday. I didn't know these guys that I go with. Uh, I think Robbo's the one I know. Unfortunately, I've known Robbo the longest. And uh, and I think I've, I've met him about 18 years ago. But before that, I had no Wednesday mates. And going with them guys and having a beer and uh, being the beer and that on the on the games, at, on the train and whatnot, going with your daughter when she starts getting into it, it's completely different. So she went on Saturday and the lost, but she still enjoyed it. That's the main thing. And, you know, probably take her to some more games this year. I might have to pick and choose, you know, when... yeah. Don't want to take it to you know when we play Leicester at home or something like that. I'm going to get battered six nil, so I'm going to have to pick and choose the games a bit better. But it's just yeah. nice that she's getting into it, and it's 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 different when you go with kids, isn't it? I mean, my mates are great, the knobheads. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love them to bits, but uh, yeah, the knobheads. But and and going with her is completely different in a different in a good way. Yeah, of and course, she doesn't yeah. give me stupid nicknames like the tossers that I go with now, do. <laughs> well, I'm I'm coming on the other side of that. My lad's 15, so he's coming to the bit that he's being a he's being a knobhead. So he's yeah, yeah. Uh, he's getting. So we we've got that. We 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 haven't had like the best relationship or anything in the past. So football has really done great for us, and that's our turn. But he's yeah, yeah. he's gone from the seven, eight, and nine year old that wanted to look, wait for the uh, players and have shirt sign and things to. Like now, going, he's waiting like 15. He's got another couple of years to go to the pub. So he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, we'll come for a beer. So, so that's where I'm at with mine. Um, Simon, thank you very much for joining us on uh, on this, mate. It's been fantastic. No worries. Um, 
it's been great to talk to you everyone um if you enjoy this and all the other podcasts and all the different things we put out please like subscribe and all that stuff that all the proper people on social media and youtubers say um click a link we don't do all that but they're down here somewhere and all that but uh Hope you've enjoyed it. Another episode done. We will be back with uh, another Wednesday telling us all about their history with Sheffield Wednesday. So, Simon, thank you very much. Thank you everyone for joining us. And we'll we'll see you later. Cheers, man. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.